Welcome to episode 91 of the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership. I'm Tim Barnes. Nathan is out today, so I'm flying solo on our podcast. Well, whether you are a small nonprofit focused on local issues or a larger nonprofit focused on issues around the globe, board members are an important part of the organization. They do more than fulfill a legal requirement but they actually accept a lot of responsibility for the organization. Board members are tasked with making strategic decisions and choices that will influence the success and effectiveness of the organization. They are also there to ensure the organization remains on track, staying true to their mission and overall objectives. And also as an executive director, they're there to encourage you in helping you continue to move forward. Well, I know in past episodes, we've discussed several aspects of the board, how they operate, what you should be looking for in a board member, and I'll link a few of those episodes in our show notes. But today, I want to talk about the onboarding process of new board members. So let's think. Potential board members have been identified, they've been vetted, they've been voted on, and now they've been invited to join the board. Now, what do we do? Well, let's talk about what new board members need to know about the organization and the board. And let's also think about the expectations for board members. And finally, I want to propose five things that should be part of the new new member onboard process. So let's dive in. First of all, let's talk about what do new board members need to know? Well, here's a few things to keep in mind. Some of this, hopefully, they have already talked about with you or you've shared as you've gone through the vetting process. But here's some things that are really important for them to know. First of all, they need to be very clear on the mission, the values, and the goals and objectives of the organization. I'm always amazed having served on boards and also now having a board who I report to that sometimes forget why we exist as an organization, particularly when we're involved in big decisions or strategic direction. And so it's really important from the very beginning, board members need to know what is our mission? Why do we exist? What are the things that that we value that help us make the decisions that we do? And what are we focused on? What are our goals? What are our objectives of the organization? Those are important things that all board members need to know. I think it's also important for new board members to know where we've been. What's the history of the organization? How did it come about? We need to share some stories about that. And where are we right now? What are our current successes? What are our current challenges? And we need to know where are we going? What's, where are we headed? What, what's the future that we are shooting for? So they need to know where we've been, where we are, and where we're going. A third thing that's really important for new board members to know is our bylaws and our policies as an organization. We talked a few weeks ago about bylaws, something that sometimes we put together, put up on a shelf, and don't look at it very often. But as Nathan shared with us a few weeks ago, how important it is to pull it down and look at it and to understand 
that that tells us how we operate, what we're what we should be doing as an organization. And it's important for new board members to also know that they need to have access to and understand our bylaws and also in that our policies as well. What are the policies we have as an organization? And finally, on what new board members should know, we also should know about the procedures. How does this board work? You know, every board has their own their own way of doing things. And it's important that new board members understand that. So things like when do we meet and how often? Do we meet online or do we meet in person? Do we do a hybrid? How does it work? And how, how often do we meet? Do we meet every month? Do we meet quarterly? Do we meet twice a year? So it's important for them, new board members, to know that. Also, what, is it, what does a typical meeting look like? You know, what goes into a meeting? What is my responsibility as a board member as I come to that meeting? What should I be preparing for? What should I know? And really important are how are decisions made in the board? Do we follow Robert's rules of order where, you know, there's there's proposal, discussion, voting? Is that how we operate? Or are we a little more laid back? Do we do we talk about it? Here's what we're focused on. And then we make a decision. Are the decisions have to do they have to be unanimous? Are they majority? So that's really important for new board members to understand how are decisions made. And then also in this process is how do we communicate with each other outside of board meetings? Do we use a certain kind of technology? Do we use a Google Doc? Is that where we put all of our information in a Google Doc? Or do we drop it in a Dropbox or some other? Do we use Slack to communicate with each other? But it's really important that a, board, a new board member understands how do I communicate? Where do I find that information? So what do new board members need to know? Our values, our mission, our goals, our objectives. They need to know the history, where our organization is currently, and where we're headed. They need to understand our bylaws and our policies. They also need to understand how the board works. What are our procedures in how we meet, how we make decisions? Where do I find the information I need? Those are all things that a new board member needs to know. Along with what what they need to know, a second thing here is what are the expectations of board members? So what am I signing up for? First of all, we need to have an understanding about board meeting attendance. (laughs) If you're a board member, you need to show up to the meetings. What's a standard? Well, you'll have to decide that. But I think board members should have at least an 80% uh, attendance rate if they're going to be part of this organization. You need members who are committed to be there, who look at their schedules and put this as a high priority in their schedule. They need to be able to show up. We need them there not only to have a quorum so we can make decisions, but we need their input. We need their expertise. And so it's important for new board members to know that we have an expectation that you actually show up. A second thing is that you not only show up, but you come ready to engage. We want you involved in the discussion. We want you to bring your expertise, your experience to these meetings. 
We want you to actually participate and engage in what we're doing. And we also want you to come ready to bring it to make informed decisions. What do I mean by that? You know, I know as a, as a board member, I've served on boards. I'm working with a board now. And I know that there are a lot of things going on in our lives. And sometimes when it comes to a board meeting, it's like, oh, we're meeting, we're meeting tonight or we're meeting tomorrow. I guess I better pull out the information and read what's the agenda. What do I need to know? But we really encourage people to come understanding what the issues are that we're going to discuss. What are the, what are the things that we're going to talk about and come having done some work, having thought about what, what we're going to talk about doing a little bit of research, coming so that we're able to make an informed decision. That's an expectation to come prepared. And I think as we mentioned uh, uh, a few weeks ago as an executive director, it's important that, important that you also show up in the same way that you come prepared. But that's an expectation that we have of everybody on the board. And so it's important that that's communicated to new board members. And a fourth area, a fourth expectation of board members has to do with fundraising. So I think there's two aspects of that. There's a personal side and then there's a more of a corporate side. And the personal side is, is there an expectation? Does your organization have an expectation that board members will give to the organization? Do they have a certain amount they have to give or is it, we want you to give whatever you feel you can, but we want you to participate in the actual giving of funds to the organization. And if that's true, then that needs to be communicated right up front. That if you join our board, we expect you to be a giver. There's a second side, and that is connecting others to the organization to help find resources for the organization. We're asking board members to. Uh, participate in some way in helping others connect to the organization. We're we're an organization that have our board members scattered around the U.S. from the West Coast to the East Coast uh, and a lot in the Midwest. And so we actually have had some of our board members who have said, listen, I will host a group of my friends, a group of my colleagues or connections in my home if as an executive director, you'll come and you'll share the story and you'll talk about what's going on and invite them to participate in giving resources to the organization. That may be something that you would suggest for a new board member. Could you develop a group of people who might be interested, people you know in your sphere of influence, who might be interested in giving to the organization? Another way that you might be asking new board members to uh, participate is to invite others to participate in fundraising activities, such as if you have a golf outing, hey, get a foursome together, get two foursomes together, or invite people to our fundraising dinner or our, our gala or our 5K run or whatever it is. But the expectation is that new board members, all board members, are getting others connected to our organization that will help bring resources so that we can accomplish our mission. If those are the expectations you have, the attendance, the engagement, 
having informed decisions, and thinking about fundraising, all those need to be communicated up front to the board member so they know what they're getting themselves into. So we know what the board member needs to know. We have the expectations we need to communicate. Well, what do we do with that? And I want to talk to, to you and suggest five things that can you five actions to take uh, in the onboarding process. And I want to note here, it's really important to have a consistent process so that all board members coming into this organization are hearing the same things when they join the board. Someone needs to own that. As an executive director, I think that's you working with the chair of the board to own this process and to make sure it happens and to be consistent in what's shared with new board members. So here are five things I would encourage you to to consider in the onboarding process. The first thing is, is to provide a board handbook. Now that can be a hard copy that you can hand out or it can be a digital copy. It can be put somewhere online that board members can go and find that. But it should contain the information that we've mentioned, what a board member should know, all the information, what the expectations are for a board member. It should all be there in one place. It should contain that information. It should be a place where board members can go to find the answers to their questions. It doesn't have to be a huge, a huge book, but just get the most important information that we've talked about put it there someplace where they can refer to it as needed. So providing a board handbook. Second action I would encourage you to take is to have an orientation. And I would encourage you to set up an hour, hour and a half to sit down with this new board member. I would encourage you to consider doing it with your board chair, teaming up, doing it together. In that orientation, walk through the handbook, You don't have to read it line by line, but walk through the handbook, highlight specific uh, headings, key things that people need to know, where to to find that information, but walk it through. Hopefully, you've given it to them ahead of time. They've had a chance to read through it and probably bringing some questions as well. Another thing you should do in that orientation is share stories. Let them feel what's going on in the organization. Talk about how we're, we're saving lives, how we're changing lives. Share the stories of the impact of the successes and also the challenges of the organization. But it's, it has to be more than just, it's just writing on paper or on our screen. But we need to tell the stories. Maybe you bring some pictures and show some pictures of things that are, that, that, kind of capture what the organization is doing. You also might consider inviting another board member to sit in on the orientation and share their experience. It's really good to hear from someone else who's been, who's out ahead of you a little bit, has had some experience and they can share um, about what their, what their experiences has been as a board member. So you might consider doing that. And then finally answer questions. You know, have a time of uh, for them to ask maybe questions about the handbook or something that's been shared or expectations to clarify things, but give them an opportunity to uh, ask questions. You have a handbook you and you have an orientation, which you walk through. A third thing, 
is I would schedule with all new board members, I would schedule an opportunity to quote unquote, taste the soup. And that's the idea that you give them right away an experience, an opportunity to experience the organization in action, to observe and to participate with the organization. It could be if you are a food pantry that you invite them to come in on a Saturday, the new board member to come in on a Saturday and help hand out food and, and talk to some of the people that are being helped at the food pantry to kind of see how things work and to experience it. Maybe you're a, a shelter where you rescue animals, rescue dogs or cats or pets of another kind. Spend some time there at the shelter and receiving the pets or handing the pets out, but experience that. If you're, if you're a global organization, making plans to have this new board member show up at one of your locations around the world to experience what you're doing. Why is that so important? One is I think it helps them understand the organization better. And I think it helps people make better decisions. It may not change the decisions that are made, but once you've experienced it, once once the organization comes off the paper and goes into real life, it helps you see more clearly when you have to make a decision. Again, it may not change the decision, but you make it with a more informed perspective. And I think it's so important that all of our board members and especially new board members coming on, taste the soup. They really experience what the organization is doing. Another thing is I think it's really important is to schedule very quickly, schedule a follow-up with the new board member. Once they've had an opportunity to attend a few board meetings and begin to get involved, do a, do a follow-up with them. Find out, how are you doing? Let's, let's grab coffee. Let's sit down. How are you doing? What questions do you have? Are you, does it... Do things make sense? Are you finding your way? But it's important for you to pretty quickly follow up with them and make sure they're doing okay. And finally, and I would I would consider this still part of the onboarding process, I would put in the calendar to have an annual checkup with them. After they've been with you for a year, do a review of their experience. Confirm it's a good fit. Talk about what they've enjoyed, what they would like to do more of or less of. Uh, just walk through what's what their experience has been like. And then I would encourage you to, to have them renew their commitment. So, for example, our organization, we have three-year terms. But we also provide an opportunity annually to make sure that they want to continue, to talk about how things are going to make sure they want to continue to move forward. Thinking about what we've shared today, remember that board members are an important and critical part of a nonprofit. They do more than fulfill a legal requirement. They're there to support you. They're there to encourage you. They're there to help make strategic decisions, decisions that will impact uh, the whole organization. And when it comes to new board members, Make sure you clearly identify what a new board member needs to know and the expectations that they're signing up for. And then implement a clear 
and consistent process of onboarding new members. Your organization will be much better if you do. Well, thanks for listening today. If you're benefiting from what's being shared on this podcast, we'd like to ask you to share a review on the platform on which you're listening. Let us know how the podcast is benefiting you. You'd like to get in touch with us and we'd love to hear from you. Our contact information can be found in the show notes. That's all for today. Until next time.